Rick Jensen. On 1150 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. So as you've learned for quite a while on WDEL News, every county in Delaware is going through tax reassessment. And the company that won the bid is called Tyler Technologies. They're out of Plano, Texas. They're really a software company. But they they are experts at these reassessments. In fact, uh, I was just talking uh, off, off the air with Michael McFarland, who's going to be on in a second, who is the appraisal senior project supervisor, saying, yep, they're the only one in the whole country that actually does this nationally. And, and Michael, I want to thank you for being on the air, sir. Thank you. Sure, Rick. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the opportunity to yeah. be on your show. Yeah, the, the whole conversation is, uh, is about expectations. Now, you know, I'm looking at WDEL News, listening to the broadcast and the morning news, the afternoon news, and and also we have callers saying, "And yep, we see these guys in the uh, you know the yellow safety vests, boots on the ground, taking pictures of houses and things like that." How many people do you have here in Delaware for these five hundred thousand taxable parcels that you guys are assessing? Hey, Rick, great question. As you can imagine, um, Tyler Technologies has been contracted with each of the three counties within Delaware to conduct a reassessment. And with that comes the responsibility, like you had said, to put boots on the ground for approximately 500,000 parcels. Um, I believe that we're looking for, in terms of overall uh, data collection staff that would hit the field, we're looking for a total of about 80 data collectors. That's going to take a while. Uh, this is this is going to take a couple of years to uh, to do that, isn't it? And, and sure, right. And and in a similar theme, um, inspecting physically inspecting approximately five hundred thousand parcels throughout the entire state. Um, the scope of that effort is rather large, and so it is a multi-year process. Yes. Uh, what's what's the ETA for having the whole thing completed, and then presenting uh, all the finished uh, data? To uh, well, let's start with Newcastle County because you're you're now just going into Kent County and and Sussex. So, about what time do you think you have the whole thing done for for Newcastle County? Sure. the um, The scheduled completion date for Newcastle County is um, effective for tax year 2023, while the effective date um, or end date for the project in Kent and Sussex is tax year 2024. We've had some listeners call and say, hey, they see the guys uh, walking around, but I haven't had anyone yet call and say that they want to ask them some questions, and I know that's part of this. You've got folks in the uh, the big yellow and orange vests, uh, and, and they have the company's name on them and the logo and things like that. But a very serious question, Michael. Um, uh, people have been victimized by crooks with fake IDs door-to-door forever. How are you going to uh, try to overcome that that fear and concern that people will have. Sure, um, and and it's a, certainly a valid concern for everyone involved in this process. Safety and security, Rick, are a paramount concern for us. Again, for all parties involved, and so we're taking several steps to ensure um, that the safety and security of of both the public or the residents of of Newcastle and throughout the state of Delaware are safe, as well as our data collectors. Yeah. And so so, some of the steps we're taking, um, we want to be conspicuously identified, and we're doing that through um, these construction-style highlighter yellow vests with Tyler logos emblazoned on them. In addition, for each and every data collector, and this applies to all three counties, they will be issued photo county-issued photo ID badges that they will carry on carry on their person at all times and produce upon request. And in addition to that, 
Um, we are also posting the photo ID of each and every data collector, again, for all three counties, on each of our reassessment websites that is specific to Newcastle, Kent, and Sussex, respectively. And so there, um, and last but not least, we are informing the local police authorities in what areas we'll be going to so that they have an idea. Oh, really? Um, and can, yeah, yeah, okay, and that, so, that's new information. I, I hadn't read or, or heard that yet. So you let the police know where you're going to be. If somebody gets a phone call about someone trying to peek in the windows and things like that, that's not what Tyler Technologies does. And uh, in fact, this is a good time for you to explain um, how you interact with folks uh, when you come to their house. For example, first thing people need to know is you're not going in the house, right? Correct. Yes, and, and great segue here. Um, this the scope of the the inspection effort is for exterior inspection, and so um, we are not. Um, entering the home um, of any resident unless we are specifically asked to take a look um, at a particular issue or observation. We will, however, at the time we get to anyone's um, residence, first and foremost, we will knock on their front door, introduce ourselves, provide some information in the form of a trifold brochure, and ask about certain characteristics um, specific to the interior of the home. For example, how many bedrooms or bathrooms do you have? Um, do you have a finished basement? If it's the case that the homeowner is not home, we will assume those interior characteristics and provide at a later date an opportunity, whether we have spoken to you at the time of inspection or not, to um, say, hey, Tyler, you guys got some of this stuff wrong. And so that is the process. So we will attempt to interact with the taxpayer or resident um, and then conduct an exterior-only inspection of the parcel. Interesting. Uh, you say unless they're asked to come in, under what circumstances uh, might an assessor be asked to enter the house? Um, and so it would be a very rare or particular circumstance. Let's say um, your kitchen is in the process of being remodeled but is not yet completed or that there has been some um, water damage to your basement, something that might have an effect on your home that is peculiar or particular enough that it is not considered normal. And so only in those circumstances and only with the permission of the homeowner uh, would we enter and, and take a look at, at that particular issue. So, so you do. You ask, uh, have you remodeled any bathrooms? Have you remodeled the kitchen, huh? Um, we do. These are certain uh, some of the questions that we ask regarding the interior characteristics of, of the home um, if we're able to interact with, with the resident. So uh, in general, how much more might that uh, increase the value of the house if they got a brand new uh, kitchen, a brand new bathroom? Sure, and, and it's possible that it positively contributes to the overall value of the home. Um, I can't say for certain. Um, it, it is all taken into account as a whole. And so it's possible that any improvements um, that is greater than what is typical or average would increase the value of the home. And it's possible that anything that is um, inferior to what is average uh, would decrease the value of the home relative uh, to one's neighbors. Yeah, you're not going to like this, but this is what I was saying on the air last week. I said, I told my wife, if they knock on the door while you're working from home, tell them we haven't changed anything since 1947. It's the same <laughs> wallpaper, uh, the plumbing's leaking, and just don't let them even, don't even let them peek around the door. Uh, old bathrooms, old kitchen, yes, and, uh, they'll, and they'll assess the value of our house about $12. 
So, but, you know, but that's, it's look, uh, Michael, it's a very, very real world question because, you know, this this does affect everybody in Delaware in many, many meaningful ways. And I thought, you know, there's some details here that had not yet been asked. And, and that's one of the big ones for me. It's like, OK, you're asking the questions and that's cool. Um, and people want to know, for example, when you sell a house, uh, the house is inspected internally as well as externally as well. And those features are going to be included um by the realtor as well as New County, uh, this, the, the tax parcel information at Newcastle County or or Kent or Sussex and, and things like that. Um, I just uh, I just happen to know that there are a lot of people who don't want to give that up for the purpose of tax assessment, and I totally understand. The other thing uh, people are concerned about, Michael, and I know that that you've answered this, but um, maybe a little more detail is people are concerned. That uh, when your team goes around and they measure the house, and by the way, folks, it's perfectly legal. They're allowed to measure your house. Let them measure your house. Let them measure uh, the land and things like that. And, and when they do this, they'll see, oh, there's a new storage shed. Or, oh, look, there's an addition on the house that's not on the uh, the tax uh, parcel. Now, you guys are saying, as I understand, uh, you're not necessarily reporting that to the counties, but the counties will know that, see that, and perhaps that can uh, increase uh, the assessed value. Could you go into a little more detail about that to make sure I have that right? Sure. And and starting at the top, Rick, the, the concept is you know, we, we want to be fair and equitable um, in our estimation of new market values for every parcel uh, within each of the counties. And to that end, it's really important for us to, um, at the time of exterior inspection, verify the current realities or improvements, let's say, on that parcel. And and in so doing, in accurate reflecting what's actually there at the time of inspection, uh, it will produce a more fair and equitable um, ultimate assessment, both for you and in aggregate relative to your neighbors as well. And so um, you, you're correct. This is the observation of any improvements that may be on a parcel, whether they were properly permitted at some point in the past or not, um, is an attempt to accurately accurately reflect what's present on the parcel and to value it accordingly. Um, The purpose of the reassessment is not to punitively um, or retroactively punish any of ta- any of the taxpayers or residents who might have forgotten um, to get a permit for right. that improvement at some point in the past. Yeah, I think and, that's, and so uh, that's pe- what people worry about. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, for example, and, and I think my listeners, many of them know that um, I have been a serial entrepreneur in many different ways throughout my life. And one of them is real estate, doing some flips. Uh, I've, I've owned rentals and things like that. And, and I've been through that process when they say, oh, uh, looks like a previous owner added on. They they put a Florida room on, and it's like yeah, a couple of three hundred square feet. Nobody said anything about that. And and no, there hasn't been a, a penalty. But uh, you find that okay, now the value is increased, and you have to uh, pay more in taxes. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually quite uh, quite common. But it's good that, that people know that there's not necessarily going to be any penalty attached to that. That's correct. We're just merely reflecting what is um, currently existing at the time of inspection. You know, when you talk to folks, uh, Michael, do you also ask if they've um, updated the plumbing and the electric, if they changed from oil to gas or things like that, too? 
Um, it is. These are some of the characteristics of the interior features of a home that we would otherwise not be able to ascertain. And so in the absence of an inspection, we are looking to verify through conversations or use other resources in our toolbox um, to make a proper sound assumption about what is you know, on the inside, since, of course, we don't have the opportunity to visit inside. You guys are bringing toolboxes? Uh, figuratively, not literally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Just, um, and, and, of course, you know, we're all concerned about, you know, how the taxes uh, will be affected by this and everything. That's not what you guys do at Tyler Technology. You don't worry about that part. You just worry about the, the assessments and uh, and doing this uh, honestly and fairly. What, what do you think that um, people don't yet know uh, about what you guys are doing in going around and, and measuring and assessing the value of, again, these, you know, 500,000 parcels, uh, at least in Newcastle County, that you've been, been talking about. Yeah, and, and great question. There is some, um, there, there's a lot of unknowns um, for um, taxpayers or residents who might have not experienced an assessment in the recent past. And so two things I'd like to point out. One is um, if, a resident has ever um, been a part of a real estate transaction or has refinanced their current or existing home, um, they might have um, become aware of what a fee appraiser, what operations um, a fee appraiser would conduct in establishing an estimate or an opinion of market value for their home. And so this, the appraisal process itself um, between a mass appraisal or reassessment and a fee appraiser is not too different. The only difference is the scope. While a fee appraiser, is, um, his or her assignment is to establish the market value for one singular parcel, our scope of work is to establish market values for each and every parcel um, throughout the state of Delaware in this case. Yeah. And so, yeah, the appraisal process remains the same. And then the second thing is um, an issue of, of timeliness. And so, again, um, most Delawareans have not experienced a, re a recent reassessment. Um, and the more recent or the more frequent, I should say, you conduct reassessment, the more closely those assessment figures can keep in line with current market values. And so um, Tyler's job is to interpret the market and, and set assess values for each and every parcel. And the more frequently any jurisdiction can conduct a reassessment, the more beneficial it is in keeping that tax system fair and equitable and in line with current market values. And you know, so those in, are the in, two things. That in, yeah, and in addition to that, uh, people need to know that if, if you're unhappy with the assessment, uh, there are a couple things they can do. For example, you're going to send out a mailer at least once, perhaps twice, to every homeowner, right? Correct. To, to And there are, you're right. There are several um, intervals in this process we encourage all homeowners to participate in. Um, and the first is a data mailer. And that essentially recites what was collected at the time of inspection. This is the data for the interior and exterior of your home. And we would ask that if there's any, since no one knows your home better than you do, we would ask if we're missing anything or we have anything incorrect, that you go ahead and send that, fix the information that's listed and send it back per the instructions. Yeah. Then there's a second step, Rick, where we send the estimate of market value. And in the same vein, each and every taxpayer can re will receive instructions on challenging that estimated market value, um, which, of course, is the basis from which the county and, and other local authorities will, will um, impute their tax. Yeah, so people can, uh, can challenge uh, the assessed value through Tyler Technologies 
And also through either Levy Court or through Newcastle County uh, Council, you could also um, uh, challenge uh, the assessed value uh, at the county level as well. So there's a couple opportunities for people uh, to go through the process, which can be a pain in the butt, but at least you, you've got a way to, you know, to, uh, to challenge that as well. So... Um, sure. Also, what else, I I got to ask you this question, folks. You just tuned in. It's Michael McFarland. He's the appraisal senior project supervisor for Tyler Technologies out in Plano, Texas. And you know, you and I were talking off the air, and you said, "Yeah, we're the only company that does this on a national basis, right?" Um, yes, to my knowledge, we yeah. are the largest company across the country that conducts reassessments. So I was just doing a little Google on you guys, and I thought, man, I, you know what? I wish I had was working for you guys. Uh, start out in 2009. The stock price is 13 bucks, uh, and uh, share. And I'm thinking, if you had like all your compensation in stock options, it's at 509 dollars a share now. Well done. What what all is it that Tyler Technologies is doing that uh, that has led to this incredible growth here? And I, by the way, I also notice you guys have uh, about 6,500 employees, uh, revenue about a billion dollars in 2019. What are all you guys doing in addition to this? Um, that's right, and, and I am certainly not the, the formal corporate spokesperson for no. Tyler, um, but I will say, you know, um, the primary goal or scope of Tyler Technologies is to provide um, government-based solutions to all levels of jurisdiction, from local jurisdictions all the way up to the federal level, um, and um, in, in most cases, Tyler um, establish relationships with these government-based um, companies or, or governments themselves to provide services in an efficient um, and productive means that, that that client would not otherwise be able to produce. And so I think that is um, to what I attribute Tyler's success. And, and you're right, um, Tyler is a relatively large company, and we provide um, government solutions um, for pretty much everything one could think of or need at the government level. Yeah, if you, so if, if you need an appraisal or a, a value assessment or things like that, amongst all these uh, thousand employees, you have people who specialize in that, and they can do that for the government. And again, it does seem to be, you know, really quite specialized. And you guys have actually consolidated, consolidated this into one big company. That's actually quite impressive. Is you know, I'm I'm a free market guy who believes that the government should be contracting out for a lot of different things that it does. There are others who do things better than the government itself. So I I just looked at that and I thought, man, that's really quite impressive. That's all. Um, appreciate the time, Michael McFarland. He's the appraisal senior project supervisor, Tyler Technologies. And I just want to make sure uh, one time I go to producer Randy. Uh, anything else? Any other questions? Uh, for example, on the text line about this that maybe we didn't get to. I just want to check with our producer. Well, I, I actually have one question of my own. Okay, sure. Michael, meet Randy. Oh, you know, Hi, I didn't. Ha Sorry, I didn't have that button down. Um, you mentioned uh, storage sheds and properties being worth, I guess, more money when someone adds a storage shed. Is that true? Um, in, in its typical scenario, it would most likely add value. Um, it's tough for me to say concretely. It's possible that it could also have a negative effect on value. Yeah, that's what I'm driving at. I, I cut a lot of lawns, and the storage sheds in the back uh, yards, they don't last forever. You might get 12, <laughs> 15 years out of them. So 
if someone asked me to remove one of those sheds, I would probably have to bill them about $2,000 to take these out of the backyards in pieces and find a place to, to dispose of them. So I don't know why these disposable sheds are considered a home improvement. Well, actually, the question should be, I think, can you deduct $2,000 from the value of the house because of that? Yeah. You know, Michael? <laughs> Um, Well, let me just give you a separate example where that concept rings true. In some cases where there. Wait a minute. In some cases where they're boing and uh, and there goes Michael, we seem to have lost you for some reason. Yeah, it's the (laughs) it's the NSA. Something I said. (laughs) Something you said, Randy. (laughs) Randy, how dare you have asked that question? Uh, I think we lost Michael. On there, but uh, what's interesting to me is that he said, "Well, yeah, actually, actually that's that sort of thing can happen." Yeah, right. So it was good. He said before I said it. What? So, yeah, he said, "Well, there are some cases." I guess he kind of knew what I was driving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are some cases where they can happen. Well, they'll see things. For example, if they see a serious foundation problem, my guess is the assessor will say, "Wow, there's a serious foundation problem. That could be twelve, fifteen thousand dollars, whatever they guesstimate it to be." And that'll complain, come into play as well. I, I think it's stunning that they actually have so many people, he said 80 people, who are actually boots on the ground, as we say, doing this. And, and we, lost, uh, we, we, lo- we lost Michael. He's gone. So someone said, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, what's the, uh, the, who's the Family Guy uh, character? Who, uh, is it on Family Guy where, where they have the cleaning lady? Consuela? Consuela. What's, what show is she on? Family guy. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she heard that and said, no, you cannot talk about that. No, no, come inside the house. Or or no, don't talk about lowering the value. No, do not talk about lowering. (laughs) Exactly. He raised the value. (laughs) Right. And his storage shed's still good. They last forever. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Michael McFarland, who uh, we lost uh, on the phone. We need to make that a rule at the Jensen Show here. Every time somebody gets disconnected on the phone, which happens, yeah. Consuela needs to come in and say, no, 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 I didn't want him talking about that. I disconnected him. 